Now, we've been looking at uh, this theme of the power of God. And um, how many of you have a, the Blue Letter Bible app on your phone? Okay. It's a cool app because it's got some good notes. Uh, it also gives you the meanings of the words and its pronunciation. And so there's times when I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do you say that Hebrew word? How do you say that Greek word? And it it gives you the pronunciation. But even when you hear it, it sounds Greek to you, right? (laughs) It sounds Hebrew to you. And you're like, I never spoke that language. Uh, And so I have my my app ready because... The word we're going to look at, it's pretty interesting. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound the way it looks. <laughs> but let me begin by sharing with you a, a couple of stories. There, there was a, a lawyer's dog running about unleashed who beelined for the local butcher shop. And he steals a roast off the counter. The butcher went to the lawyer's office and asked, If a dog running unleashed steals a piece of meat from my store, do I have the right to demand payment for the meat from the dog's owner? Absolutely, the lawyer responded. The butcher immediately shot back. Good. You owe me $12 for the roast your dog stole from me this morning. The lawyer without a word, writes the butcher a check for $12. A few days later, the butcher, browsing through his mail, finds an envelope from the lawyer. The contents read, consultation fee, $50. Smart guy. Smart guy. Here's another story. There was a man who went to a psychiatrist and said, Doctor, I have seen two other psychiatrists. They told me I am cursed with an inferiority complex. I would like for you to examine me and tell me what you think. After many tests, the doctor said, Sir, I have some good news and some bad news. The good news is you don't have a complex. The bad news is you are inferior. (laughs) Now, that, that illustration is exactly what the devil wants you to believe. That you are inferior to others. And that others can live effectively for Jesus, but you can't. But there's a verse in the Bible that is often quoted. Philippians 4.13. And Philippians 4.13 is a verse that shatters Every negative or derogatory thing anyone has ever said to you, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The next time that you hear the voice of the accuser, telling you that you are inferior, that you don't have what it takes to live out your faith. Or he tells you, you cannot accomplish what you feel God is directing your heart to do. 
Go to Philippians 4 and 13. Because the Word of God is living and active. And it is powerful. It is more powerful than any lies of the devil. And you tell that devil that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, we, how many of you have heard this verse? You've heard it quoted. You, you've read it. You, in fact, for some of you, it may even be your favorite verse. Tonight, I'm going to do my best to break it down. Because the power of God is revealed in this verse. In fact, the final Greek word, we've looked at four already, con- that are connected to the power of God. Tonight, we're looking at the fifth and final Greek word. And it is found in the first three words of the text. I can do. I can do. When Paul said, I can do, notice the phrase is a translation of the Greek word. Look up there. Look up there. Look up. You see that Greek word? You see it? I said, do you see it? All right. Let's see if this thing works. G twenty four eighty is huo, is huo, is Did you hear it? Is It looks different, huh? Than what you sounded out. Is Okay, bless you. No, no, no. Is Notice this Greek word is in classical Greek, Old Testament Greek, and New Testament Greek. That word denotes, watch this, the strength and power of God's lower G. Strength, the strength and power of God's lowercase g. But when Ishuo was noted to operate in individuals, it caused them to be superior to others, to be champions and victors. It gave them, watch this, it gave the upper hand. In every situation, so that individuals operating in Ixuo prevailed in every circumstance. Woo! I want some Ixuo. Yeah. I want, and the good news is if you're a child of God, you have Ixuo. Amen. Now, If you have the Blue Letter Bible app, you'll see that it gives the following outline of biblical usage. Basically, it's cool, means to be strong and to have power. Say to be strong. And it also means to have power. Say to have power. Under to be strong, to be strong in body, to be robust, to be in sound health. Under to have power. It means to have power as shown by extraordinary deeds, to exert willpower, to have strength, to overcome, to be a force, avail, to be serviceable, to be able, can. Ishuo speaks of a supernatural power. And that's what God possesses. I want us, you, you've heard this phrase often used. It's, it's not what you know, but who you know. This verse is telling us it's not what, it's who. Because when we get towards the end of it, it says, I can do all things through Christ who 
strengthens me. And so I want you to know, it's not what you're called to that matters. It's who is with you to what you're called to. It's not what you don't have that matters. It's who is with you to what you don't have. Doesn't matter because who is with you is the one who's going to provide the necessary ability that you need to accomplish even when you feel deficient, inefficient, and you feel I'm not enough. Woo! Mm-hmm. So I can do. Say I can do. It's who? Yeah, you're learning. It's who? Yeah. Woo! Y'all gonna be at home. It's who? Now I can do. Then it says all things. Now all things. This phrase is from the Greek word, this one I can say, panta. (laughs) The word pan with ta attached. Watch. The word pan is an all-encompassing word or encompassing word. All-encompassing word, which includes, watch, everything and excludes nothing. The little word ta denotes even the smallest of things. So when Paul uses the word panta, he is proclaiming that through Christ, he has the upper hand over everything with nothing excluded, including even the most minute details. I want you to... Grasp that. Because there are times in our lives when we think, I can handle this. But how many of you have ever been stuck, not by a big thing, but a little thing? Uh huh. In fact, some of you in a couple of weeks are going to be stuck. After you open up that box for your child, that gift they get, and it says some assembly required. And there's going to be some little thing that's going to keep you stuck for over an hour. <laughs> but the good news is that the exul, strength, power of God enables us to deal not only with the big things in life, but even the little things. There is nothing excluded that God will not provide us what we need when we need it. I want you to get a hold of it because I want you to understand, child of God, you are fully equipped. You are fully equipped for life. You are fully equipped for anything that life throws at you. You are fully equipped tonight to be able to deal with the little or the big things that life throws at you. I want you to know that whatever you're stuck at, you don't have to be stuck there forever because there is a exua, a strength. Now, I want you to get a hold of this. I want you, uh, this is important. Philippians 4.13 does not say that we can literally do anything. We can't fly like Superman. Or have retractable claws like Wolverine. We can't even stick to walls like Spider-Man. And even, and he even says that we have no reason to be in an eternal bad mood like Batman. (laughs) 
And all of these superheroes and all others I haven't mentioned, their strength comes from within. They are their own strength and they set their purpose in the world. We are not like that though. True super, superheroes don't really exist. What does exist though is a super powered God who will willingly and repeatedly share his strength with us when things get difficult. Instead of relying on ourselves, we now rely on God. Christ, the scripture says, strengthens us. Not ourselves, not the world, not a radioactive spider. People get through difficult circumstances on their own all the time. Bad things happen all over the world. But the world is not filled with Christians. People get through bad things on their own. But only through Christ will we have the strength to get through bad times while remaining content and joyful. That is the key. That is the difference. Through willpower, you can grin and bear it and get through it. But only through God's power, you can be in a circumstance that is adverse and still have a smile in the midst of the storm and trouble. You can still have a joy deep within that causes you to believe the sun is going to break through eventually. In the meantime, I've got the strength to be able to continue. Continue on. When people see us remaining joyful and content, even in the midst of suffering, that's when they take notice. They will want to understand how something like that is possible. They will want it for themselves. And it opens a door of opportunity for us to witness to them of ex Look how the Amplified puts it. In Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things which He has called me to do through Him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill His purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. So I can do what? All things. Then it goes on to say, through Christ. Dr. Warren Wiersbe in his Bible exposition commentary explains that all of nature depends on hidden resources. All of nature depends on hidden resources. The great trees send their roots down into the earth to draw up water and minerals. Rivers have their sources in the snow-capped mountains. 
The most important part of a tree is the part that you cannot see. The root system. And the most important part of the Christian's life is the part that only God sees. He continues, unless we draw on the deep resources of God by faith, we fall against the pressures of life. Paul depended on the power of Christ at work in his life. I can, through Christ, was Paul's model. And it can be our model too. Church, I want us to understand that it is not by accident that you see believers prevail in the worst of circumstances. Because they are believers. They are believers in the worst of circumstances. They are believers who are rooted and grounded and founded on the belief that God is who He says He is. He does not change when my circumstances change. He remains the same. I can continue to draw from Him a strength that will sustain me in spite of my changing circumstances. Believers are believers who believe not only when the sun is shining, but when the wind is blowing and the waves are rising. Believers have a firm conviction even though my circumstance is overwhelming. It is not overcoming because I have the overcomer, the one who said in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have Him. I have Him. Say, I can. I can do all things. Through Christ. And then we see the word strengthens. Strengthens. Endunamu. Endunamu. In simple terms, watch. It means to put power in. Like a car needs gas for power. And so to make strong Vigorous, to strengthen, or to be strengthened, enabled, or empowered inwardly. This word is found only in biblical and ecclesiastical Greek. The idea is to cause one to be able to function or to do something. And here's why I gave my life to Christ, because I live in the midst of a society that says the only way you can keep functioning in the midst of your dysfunction is through taking this prescription the rest of your life. The only way that you can deal with that addiction that has enslaved you is for the rest of your life to be dependent on this or that. But I found that when Christ is in you and you are in Christ, in spite of the dysfunction that you came to Him with, He can give you a strength that will enable you to function above and beyond the dysfunction that hampered and hindered your life Previously, endunamu, 
Indunamu. And I love this. Indunamu is in the present tense, indicating that Christ is continually able to infuse or pour in the power we need for the need of the moment. I get excited because I know what it's saying here. Ah, in fact, you know, you, you, you know the verse, Hebrews 4.16, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace when? For the time of need. That literally means in the nick of time. Oh, isn't that awesome to know that the strength that God promises us through Christ will always be available in the nick of time. That even when you are weary, even when you are taxed, even when you feel that you're at the end of your last nerve, that is not all you've got. And the devil will tell you, that's all you got? You can say, no, it's not. I have someone inside of me that has a strength that he makes available to me in the nick of time. And right at this very moment, instead of listening to your lies, I'm going to spend some time with him because as I do, he's going to pour into me the strength that I need right now and I'll be renewed. But listen, the moment we lose our sense of need of him to enable us, thank you, to live a supernatural life is the moment we are vulnerable to the old flesh taking over in one form or another. Do not be deceived. Instead, continually be desperate for Him and your need to continually abide in Him. I want you to get a hold of this. If we experience a power outage or Power failure. It is not because of a failure in the source, but a failure in us to depend on the source. Let me say that again. If we experience a power outage or a power failure, it is not because of a failure in the source but a failure in us to depend on the source. And God loves you and God loves me to the point that the moment I start to think, I've got this. I don't need to maintain my prayer life. I don't need to maintain my praise life. I don't need to go root, uh, get deeper in my roots in my devotional life. God loves us enough to orchestrate and allow circumstances in our lives that will bring us even to the point of feeling, I can't deal with this. Paul experienced that. In 2 Corinthians 1, you can write it down. 2 Corinthians 1, 8 through 11, he talks about it. We were in a circumstance in Asia that was, where we found ourselves beyond ourselves and we found ourselves asking ourselves, what do you think? And ourselves would tell us, it's over. There's no hope. But he said, this happened 
so that we would not rely in ourselves, but in God, in the God who raises the dead. I'm so glad that God loves Angel Menchak enough that whenever I start to think I've got it, God will put me in a place to remind me, son, the only reason you're still functioning, the only reason you've been able to overcome is because of my strength, not your strength, not your willpower, not your wit. Philippians 4.13, let's look at different translations. The J.B. Phillips translation says, I am ready for anything through the strength of the one who lives within me. Look how the Living Bible puts it. I can do everything God asked me to with the help of Christ who gives me the strength and power. And then the classic Amplified says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. No matter which translation we look at, they all say the same thing. The Christian has all the power within that he or she needs to be adequate for the demands of life. We need only Release that power through faith, through reliance, through dependence in Christ. The Spirit-Filled Life Bible footnote says, It is important to note that the emphasis is not so much on achievement as it is on the willingness to allow Christ's power to sustain in difficulty and scarcity and to enhance the enjoyment of abundance and prosperity. Such faith is a stimulant to believe for all Christ's efficiency in facing all life's circumstances. Translation. That what Paul, when he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's not talking so much of accomplishing something as he is, as he is about being adaptable to anything or any circumstance in which he finds himself in. Say it with me. I am adaptable through Christ. I want you to understand that because in life, whether you're a believer or unbeliever, the sun is going to rise upon you, but also the rain is going to fall upon you. It's important that you and I understand this. We know through Scripture that in spite of faith in God, it does not exempt us from tragedies, from troubles, from trials in life. The whole of Scripture teaches that alongside of rewards, alongside of blessings, there are sufferings, there are persecutions, 
that believers must be willing to contend and deal with. Philippians 4.13 assures me that I'm adaptable. That even if I'm in the midst of scarcity, even if I'm in the midst of need, one way or another, God will sustain me in the midst of that need. And not only will He sustain me, but my own heart will be content. My own heart will be satisfied. Because I'll know that if God brought me to this point, it is because there's a lesson He's going to teach me. But while He's teaching me, the teacher's not walking out on me. He's going to remain with me. There was a very wealthy lady in New York who decided to throw a banquet for her friends. While waiting for the meal, the cook called her to the kitchen. Some mushrooms were delivered that looked a lot like poisonous toad stools. The woman suggested they experiment on the dog. After feeding some of the mushrooms, to the dog, they watched him for 30 minutes. He had no adverse reaction, so the mushrooms were served. During the meal, a pale-faced butler approached the lady host and whispered, Your dog is dead. The woman decided the only ethical course was to inform her guest of the situation. Immediately, they clutched their stomachs in pain. Some even rolled on the floor, screaming in pain. The hostess began to think it strange that she felt nothing, though she had eaten as much as anyone. She went to the butler and demanded to see the dog for herself. The cook exclaimed, I wouldn't look at him if I were you. The truck that hit him left him in a terrible mess. <laughs> It's amazing when she told the guest what had actually happened. They made a remarkable recovery. <laughs> Here's the moral of the story. If you keep believing the lies of the devil, you will eventually develop the symptoms. Jesus said of the devil in John 8, 44, he is the father of lies. So the next time the devil says, you can't do it, I want you to tell him, you're right. You're right. I can't do it. I cannot do it. But Christ can. And Christ is in me. So I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Forget who you are and remember who God is. I believe in positive affirmations. I believe in positive declarations. But what I affirm and declare is not who Angel Menchaca is all by himself. I affirm and declare who I am, what I possess in Christ. In Christ, I am the light of the world. In Christ, I am the salt of the earth. In Christ, I am a, a branch connected to the true vine. 
in Christ, I am elected. I am adopted. I am justified. I am sanctified. I am holy in Christ. Forget who you are and remember who He is. God gives strength that empowers us to be adaptable, flexible, sustainable, and enjoyable, regardless of the circumstances. I am adaptable. Put me in the fiery furnace. I'll be okay. Because when I arrive, he'll be there. Put me in the storm. I'll be okay. I'm adaptable because I do never, I never travel alone. Guys, get a hold of this. Repeat it like I said on Sunday about who God is. I want you to repeat it and rehearse it. In the midst of your trouble, instead of saying, oh, what am I going to do? 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 What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Instead of telling yourself that, start declaring, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you want a different conclusion, change the conversation. The Bible ain't plain. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I've been here long enough. I've been in our communities long enough to know that one of the reasons why people stay stuck is they constantly hung by their own tongue. And they're like, you're just talking about positive speaking. No, I'm not. I'm talking about biblical speaking. What did Jesus say? When you come to the mountain, if you would say, ooh, la, la, look how tall and how wide and how big that mountain is. God will act for you. No, that's not what he said. He said, when you come to that mountain, if you will say to that mountain, be thou removed and believe in your heart. Do I have any believers here that you believe that no matter how big the circumstance is, your God is greater still. And you're willing to testify. You're willing to talk about it. Father, I thank you. That I can do all things through Christ who strengthens. I am adaptable. I am flexible. Mm-hmm. I am adaptable. I am flexible. I am sustainable. I am enjoyable. Regardless of life circumstances. Because of Christ who strengthens me. I believe tonight, God, you're breaking off lies in this place. You're breaking off the influence of the father of lies in this place tonight. In fact, some of you have been so afraid 
because of the environment in which you have been raised, you are already foreseeing that what's happened in your history, in the environment you were raised, is what's going to be repeated in your future. The devil is a liar. And I'm calling him out today. And I'm calling him for what he is. He's a liar. And he's told you a bald-faced lie. And I'm saying to you, that's not the truth. Your future, your future has hope connected to it. For God says over you, as he said in the book of Jeremiah, For I know the plans that I have toward you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. And tonight, I break that lie of the enemy that has been telling you over and over in your mind. You have no future to look forward to. Because of what you were raised in, you're stuck. I say over that lie, the truth of God is... God empowers you to become unstuck. God empowers you through the strength of the Lord to begin a journey in which your pathway will become more glorious and brighter day by day in the name of Jesus. I'm going to make an altar call right now. And you're going to have to be bold. And you're going to have to be honest tonight. And that's where the change happens. You're going to have to be bold and honest to say, you know, I have been believing some lies. And I realize they've been holding me hostage. But God knows I want to be free. I want that exhuo of the Lord to empower me. I'm I'm standing to be free. I'm standing to be free. I don't want to be held hostage anymore. By the lies that keep replaying in my mind. I want to be free. That's you. I want you to make your way forward. This is going to take courage and boldness, but that's where freedom comes. That's where freedom comes to a heart that is willing to risk that is willing to be God honest that is willing to be humble enough to say I need it I need it I need it yes Abba 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 look it up Father Father thank you for your Holy Spirit here right now, Father. I have sensed your anointing throughout the delivery of your word. And now I thank you that you are by your Holy Spirit going to confirm your word with signs. And I declare deliverance, 
freedom is going to be released to you right now, God. Because your spirit is at work. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. There is freedom. There is freedom. Yes. And Lord, I declare right now, as we begin to lay hands, Lord, I believe there's going to be the impartation of your power, of your strengthening. I believe that you're going to fulfill what Paul prayed for the church of Ephesus. You're going to be strengthening with might by the power of your spirit in the inner being of your children that have come today. Say, I want my freedom. My freedom that was purchased. My freedom that was bought for. Through the blood of Jesus, I want it, I want it, I want it. I believe through your divine strengthening, God, strongholds are going to be demolished here in minds and hearts in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we begin to pray, God, I believe right here, right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, de I decree and declare in this atmosphere of intercession and in this atmosphere of adoration, you are releasing the oil of your Holy Spirit, God. And God, I thank you that deliverance is coming. The yoke is being destroyed because of the anointing of your Spirit, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, press in, press in, press in, press in, press in. Press in. Call on the Lord right now. Lord, I want my freedom. Lord, I come to you for my freedom tonight. 